0: Welcome to the Retirement Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Greg Gonzalez. My goal for the podcast is to help you live a better life in retirement by giving you the tools and information you need in a language that you can understand. As a financial advisor in St. Louis, Missouri, I am so blessed to have clients in almost 20 different states across the country. And with all of those clients, we help them plan for a successful retirement. A successful retirement that they define and they envision and we just kind of help fill in the gaps as we go and use prudent strategies to get them to where they want to go and with that with having so many different conversations throughout the week we're able to bring a lot of these questions and a lot of these concerns that our clients have because if someone is let's say 60 years old and is turning that corner towards retirement they're going to have a lot of questions Some people even have a lot of concerns and anxiety when it comes to this next chapter of their life that we all call retirement. And a lot of people like having a financial advocate in their corner that has done this before, that has coached dozens and dozens of people. And that's why we not only help our clients, but we help you. On the Retirement Made Easy podcast, every week, we come up with a new episode with new information, with new advice that's going to help you, the listener, as you plan for your own retirement. And on this episode, we're going to talk about the question that I've been getting probably a few times already this year is, how do I know when I'm ready to retire? How much do I need to have saved for retirement before I can pull the trigger? We're going to talk about a couple studies that were done from Fidelity. We're going to talk about what Dave Ramsey says about this. So this episode is going to be devoted to helping you understand how we determine how much someone needs to have saved before they're ready to retire. I even had a client recently, Betsy, that said, when can I afford to retire? She used the word afford, like can you afford this purchase or whatever it is, but I like that. When can I afford to retire? I wrote that down from a meeting I had with Betsy and her husband this past week, and that has just kind of stuck with me. So we're going to cover all of that on today's episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast. But I wanted to remind listeners to check out our website, which is retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. While you're there, you can submit your questions to the podcast. So at the bottom, it'll say, ask Greg a question. You can type that in and submit it. If it's a good question for the podcast, I will go ahead and ask your permission to do so, just like many of your fellow listeners have done in the past. So always love to hear your questions and submit those right there at the website. And while you're there, you can Download our free resources, such as our budgeting tool for pre-retirees as you're kind of preparing for that retirement and figuring out, okay, what am I spending? Where is my money going every month? Check out that free budgeting tool, as well as my retirement secret sauce. That's kind of the hidden gem on our website. So this episode, we wanted to try to answer that question, how much do I need to be able to retire? How much do I need to have saved for retirement to be able to afford to retire the way I want to? Dave Ramsey had a YouTube video that you can check out. It's called, How Do I Know When I Have Enough Money to Retire? And he discusses this and even discusses a tool that he has available called the RIQ. It's called the Retire Inspired Quotient. And it's a free tool that is available on his website, DaveRamsey.com. You'll just search for RIQ and you'll find it. And what he says is it's going to depend on the lifestyle that you want in retirement that you foresee. And this R.I.Q. gives you the number. It's trying to back into a number that you're going to need to have saved to be able to retire comfortably based on the retirement that you foresee. And what I mean by that is what kind of returns your nest egg is going to hypothetically provide you and how long you're going to be retired, how long you're going to live, what kind of retirement you're going to have, how much are you going to spend every year, those kinds of variables. And so this RIQ tool is not only free, but you get to decide and figure that out. So I think that would be a good starting point if I were someone out there trying to figure out how much you're going to need saved. So check out that RIQ. And I think, especially on that video that I had mentioned on YouTube, Dave does a good job of kind of saying that it's not going to be a one-size-fits-all for everybody. It's going to depend on your personal situation, how much you like to spend, how much you want to give, and the lifestyle that you envision for yourself in retirement. A perfect example of that is Let's think of a couple that really, really likes to travel. Well, traveling is expensive. So if their goals in retirement are to travel to all 50 states and to do some extensive spending and traveling and seeing the world, They might need a larger nest egg than someone who maybe has a very modest lifestyle and likes to kind of stay around home and kind of enjoys the more simple things in life. So yes, we've got to be careful about these rules of thumb because they're not going to apply to everybody, but I guess they're a good starting point. They're a very, very good starting point. And another article that I wanted to mention was on Fidelity's website. Fidelity is a huge huge brokerage firm. They're one of the largest 401k vendors in the country, if not by now the largest 401k vendor in the country. So a lot of people have their company retirement plans through a company like Fidelity. And anyway, they have a article that was published in July of 2020 and it's entitled How much do I need to retire? And so Fidelity has a rule of thumb that by age 67 you need to have saved 10 times your income, your annual income. So let's say you make $50,000. By the time you get to 67, you want to retire. You need to have $500,000 saved in your nest egg to be able to retire. That's the rule of thumb. The article goes on to say their rule of thumb says that you need to have eight times your income saved by age 60. So going back to our example, assuming somebody made $50,000 a year, by the time they hit 60, they would need to have $400,000 saved in their retirement nest egg, according to this Fidelity article. So you can kind of do the math in your head and say, okay, either if you're 60, take eight times your annual salary, your annual earnings, and see if you're on track. If you're closer to age 67, then you would take 10 times your income to see if you have that much saved in your nest egg. But the article goes on to say that one of the difficulties of planning for retirement is we can't always choose when we retire. Our health sometimes dictates when we retire and also job availability in our working later years of life. Also, I'll bring up whether people want to admit it or not, I see it with my own clients who were crossing that bridge into retirement. There is age discrimination in this country. Oh, I know there's a lot of people that say, oh, no, there is age discrimination in this country when it comes to employing people who are in their 60s or even 70s. So the opportunities that are available may be kind of slim pickings when someone is in their 60s or 70s. It's just what we see on a regular basis with our own clients. Now, what's interesting is I wanted to look at an article that took into account the average 401k balances for Americans to kind of see where we're at to see if somebody who's 60 has 8 times their income saved in their retirement nest egg and the average 67 year old do they have 10 times saved in their 401k or retirement nest egg so what we wanted to do was look at the average 401k balance and so there's an article called the average 401k balance by age it's dated March 17th of 2021 published by NerdWallet And what they did was they looked at Fidelity Investments Report. Fidelity is the largest 401k vendor custodian in the country. So they're able to come out with these reports on an annual basis. And this one was actually just a few years old, so 2018. And they're reporting the average 401k balance. And not only that, they even broke it up into age bands. So for someone who's 50 versus in their 60s where does the average balance stand? So Fidelity reported that in 2018, the average 401k balance was $103,700. But the median average, so that is like kind of the middle balance between the highs and the lows, was just $24,500. So people are very, very behind when it comes to saving for retirement. Then the Fidelity went on to say that, okay, looking at the age band of ages 60 through 69, the average 401k balance was $195,500, but that was heavily tilted upwards because of the big balances, but the median 401k balance was only $62,000 for the age band of 60 to 69. So if we know the Bureau of Labor Statistics in Q4 in the fourth quarter of 2020 came out with a study that said the average American salary or annual earnings was 51168 that's pretty much like our $50,000 example we were talking about. If we took a, let's say, a 60-year-old who, based on Fidelity's study or rule of thumb, needs to have eight times that, so that's roughly $400,000, and we go back to Fidelity's 401k summary, that the average 60-year-old doesn't have anywhere near $400,000 saved in their 401k, that's a problem for a lot of people. But not all people. Maybe... Just maybe people have money saved outside of their 401k that Fidelity did during this study, and so those figures, those accounts were not included in this total. So maybe let's imagine somebody had Roth IRAs or investment accounts outside of their employer 401k, and that wouldn't be included in this study. That's certainly a possibility. And of course, we have clients that invest outside of their 401k, that those that are still working, that is. But certainly there are many people out there that have the 401k as their only retirement savings vehicle. Maybe they're getting the match and they're contributing every single paycheck. Now, there's one thing I want to bring up about this rule of thumb that Fidelity came out with, and I don't necessarily agree with it for a lot of scenarios. I'll give you a perfect example. Missouri teachers. Missouri teachers have one of the best run pension systems in the country. We have clients that are retired teachers from the state of Missouri, and their pension makes up 70 plus percent of their salary when they were teaching, and it's based on their best three working years. And teachers don't have 401ks because school districts are not for profit, right? They're not corporations. So they have what's called a 403b plan. So this same formula would not necessarily work for a teacher because These teachers, their retirement plan is going to be much, much different because they're depending on this wonderful, handsome pension that they're going to be living on for the rest of their lives in retirement. So maybe they don't need to have as much saved for retirement in their 403B. Missouri public school teachers that are in the PSRS retirement system, they contribute 14.5% of their salary towards their pension plan. So that's a perfect example of maybe someone that's planning for retirement that is looking at that Fidelity's rule of thumb saying that, oh, you need 8 to 10 times your salary, depending on when you want to retire, you need to have 8 to 10 times your salary saved for retirement in a nest egg. That is not taking into account a teacher or a firefighter or a police officer or someone who's in the public sector, that's going to have a really, really nice pension that they've been paying into all these years. So I would be careful with that, the rule of thumb. If you don't have a pension, certainly it would be more applicable. But that's not to say that there are some people out there that want to have a higher lifestyle in retirement. And maybe for those people that want to do a lot of traveling, a lot of giving, a lot of time and money spent on hobbies and entertainment in retirement. Maybe those people need to have instead of 10 times their salary or eight times their salary, maybe they need to have somewhere between 12 to 14 times their salary. You really have to take it on a case-by-case basis and determine what are your goals in retirement and what is the money that's really going to be needed to fund your retirement, to allow you to accomplish those goals and live the retirement of your dreams without ever getting down the road and not having enough money to continue. In my opinion, the whole idea of your retirement nest egg, and Dave Ramsey talks about this a lot, is to get to a point in time where you can simply live off of the money it creates. Your nest egg creates, the interest, the dividends, and so forth without dipping into your principal and spending through your principal. And that's why so many people want to get to that point where, okay, they can live off of that retirement nest egg, whatever it may be. Maybe it's a 401k or retirement savings account like that, like a Roth IRA. Now they can just live off of the earnings of those retirement savings, and that replaces the money they need to sustain their lifestyle and make them happy. Dave Ramsey talks about, and I love this analogy, a goose lays golden eggs. Well, the golden eggs are the money that you're going to live on in retirement. So you don't want to kill the goose, which is the principle. You want to only live on and spend through the golden eggs and survive on the golden eggs provided by your goose. And that's what many of our clients that end up finding us and calling me or emailing me Really, what they're trying to do is they may be on the verge of retirement and they're trying to best position their retirement nest egg to provide the income that they need to live off of in retirement. And they want to make sure, they want to double check that they have enough saved for retirement to be able to do the things that they want to do. Or they want an honest opinion to tell them hey, you know, you might consider working 12 or 24 months longer and doing X, Y, and Z which in turn will put you in a lot better situation to be able to retire. If you're one of those people, I'd love to be a sounding board for you. There's no commitment required on your part, but let me know. We can make that available to you. We can start that conversation. And really, that's just part of the process that we have, helping people walk a safe bridge to the other side, which is retirement, the good life. So I'd love to make myself available to be a sounding board for you as you plan for your own retirement. Contact me at retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. That's retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. I hope this episode has been helpful and has really given you a better idea of how much you're going to need to have saved for retirement. Maybe you're already retired and looking at, gosh, did I have enough saved to retire based on all these studies that we talked about today? There's no cookie cutter approach for retirement. So if you're 60 years old and you don't have eight times your salary saved for retirement, or if you're 67 for that matter, and you don't have 10 times saved for retirement, 10 times your salary that is saved for retirement, you may still be in a good shape depending on the goals that you have and the life that you envision in retirement. So don't take that study as the final word on retirement planning and what you need to have saved. Because everybody's situation is completely different. I'm Greg Gonzalez. I'll catch you on another episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast. And remember, always dream big. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only, and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, please consult your attorney, tax advisor or financial advisor prior to investing. This is a hypothetical example and is not representative of any specific investment. Your results may vary. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices mentioned are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The SmartVestor program is a directory of investment professionals. Neither Dave Ramsey nor SmartVestor are affiliates of St. Louis Retirement Advisors or LPL Financial. There is no guarantee that a diversified portfolio will enhance overall returns or outperform a non-diversified portfolio. Diversification does not protect against market risk. All investing involves risk, including loss of principle. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, Memra Finra, SIPC.